This episode of the Haunted Road Trip Show is brought to you by Evidential Medium, Tracy St. Croix. Are you ready to find solution, acceptance, and closure for the traumas and hurts you experience in this world? Visit www.tracystcroixmedium.com and discover how an Arthur Finley College of Psychic Sciences trained evidential medium can provide life-changing experiences by connecting deceased loved ones with friends and family to achieve peace and closure. Welcome to the Haunted Road Trip Show, where we bring you powerful conversations, insights, and exciting site investigations that reveal the paranormal world in a way you've never seen before, up until now. Tune in and become part of a community that enjoys the thrill of finding out what the paranormal world wants to teach you and solve the issues. Be sure to visit our website at www.hauntedroadtripsshow.com. And while you're there, subscribe to us via your favorite network. Now, prepare to have your thirst for curiosity satisfied as you enjoy ghost stories, haunted house stories, and more. Okay, hello, hello, everybody, and welcome to Haunted Road Trip Show episode. (laughs) Don't ask me to keep track of things like that, but today I have somebody fabulous that I really want you guys to meet, and you will know her online as Madam Z, and Mm -hmm. I met her um, a while back at some good old-fashioned metaphysical fairs here in uh, Central Texas, and we shared office space together mm-hmm. at a shop for a while, and she was kind enough to accept an invite to come on to this show and talk about all of her ghostly <laughs> wares and stories, and let me tell you guys, this woman's got some stories. I know it. <laughs> Lots of crazy stories. Yes, how are you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? I am good. I love the Ouija board in the background you got going on there. I've got a couple of them because I collect them, and I was looking at them today, and they're on my hey, own. Whoa, 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 whoa. I know. Oh, she said the O word. The no, 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 no. <laughs> you collect them. Yes, I collect them. I remember watching a paranormal show one time and the guy couldn't figure out why his house was haunted, but he had like all these old Ouija boards under his bed. (laughs) That's the worst place you can keep a Ouija board under your bed. Exactly. Like, I don't know what's going on in here. Okay. So you, okay. I have questions. Where do you get these Ouija boards from? Like, Um, are there reliable sources? Well, it's interesting because I've, it's very hard to find them out in the wild is what I say, but I'm also a thrifter, a junker, you know, oddities, collector, weird macabre stuff. Right. And because everybody was afraid of Ouija boards, they're usually got trashed or burned. So they're very hard to, to find in the wild, but every now and then I'll find them in antique shops. Or I will find them like on the marketplace. People are selling them. Um, Etsy is another good one. Um, and what was the other one? eBay is another good one. eBay. Okay. So, okay. We're, we're going to take this time to educate the public. 
Yes, let's do. Yes, okay. Because <laughs> both you and I know, do you have a Ouija board besides the one hanging on the wall? Do you want to like bring one? I've got four, five. I have them right in front of you. Okay, for those in the public, you know, Ouija boards get a bad rap. They really do. They're kind of like the redheaded stepchild of the divination world mm-hmm. uh, to me. And really all they are is just another form of divination, just like tarot cards are, dreams are, feelings in your body, pendulums, mm-hmm. you know, reading tea leaves, reading the clouds. Correct. There's really nothing to be scared of, except for like if you're working with, you know, somebody who's not well-versed. Correct. Depends on who you want to call in also. You also have seances at your house, don't you? I do have seances. Yeah, I I work more in the old um, Victorian spiritualist way of doing seances, not this stuff that you see on YouTube and, you know ghost stuff like walk us through like educate us and walk us through a seance okay so the seance you do like the cleanse and the consecration kind of thing right you do your if you want to do a a um circle you can do a circle of protection it just depends on what i want to work with and who i want to call in um but usually everybody comes in gets a cleansing and they just you know, a sacred smudge or a pale santo or whatever it is, right? And we sit around the table. Some people are like, I want to call the specific people in. Other times they're just like, let's see what's here, especially when I'm doing investigations because you don't know. Sometimes you're just like, I know this place has energy, but I don't know who it is or what it is. Let's see if they can come through. So then I have candles because sometimes candles are, well, they're very much a conduit and but spirits love to work with um, the candle flame and they'll move it back and forth. It's easier for them to uh, manipulate than it is electronics. And um, so here's an insider tip. Pro tip. <laughs> Pro tip. It gets kind of boring. <laughs> yeah. It's not what you see on TV. You're just kind of sitting there like, okay, this is how long have we been here? <laughs> Move, it's like, you. I always say it's kind of like being a fireman. You just kind of hang out until, you know, there's a fire. <laughs> so you have to be patient. You ask questions, but you make sure you do pr- your protections and set your intentions before you open that portal. And this is why it's important that you learn how to do protection and you learn how to cast a circle or whatever you do. Um, sound, set clear boundaries because if you just say, oh, anybody can come in. Well, that's just an open gateway, right? Right. I tell people all the time, like, it's like opening, it's like having a party at your house and then opening up the doors and putting on Craigslist, you know, free food and liquor. Correct. Like, who do you think (laughs) is going to show up? (laughs) You know, not the elite of the elite. (laughs) Yeah, you're not going to get what you want. You need to... You know, I tell people that, like, you need to be specific about what are you setting your intentions for? Who are you wanting to communicate with and why? And ask specific questions. And um, don't be afraid. You will tell what is going on by the way your body reacts, your gut feeling, and 
what is happening around you. Um, I'd like to call in responses. Um, and I like to like move the Ouija board or move the planchet for yes or no kind of thing and spell out um, the words. But it takes a while. And I also do automatic writing with that um, because you have to be aware that spirits communicate with different mediums. They, sometimes they don't use electronics. Sometimes they don't use candles. Sometimes they like to come through you and do the automatic writing. So that's why you have to learn a little bit of different forms of mediumship and um, tweak it to where you can get most of the great responses. Um, And I do a lot of paranormal investigation, but I'm an old school paranormal investigation with the the Ouija boards and automatic writing and tarot cards and pendulums and stuff. And um, so I'm a combination of a team of has the, modern technology and I have the old school stuff so we vibe and work off each other I'll say well I got this going on and then I'll get confirmation on the EVP or something so it's it works back and forth but I always say what are you going to do if your batteries die and you don't have any more batteries right. or you know you have your head down watching the electronics and the meters and you're going to miss spirits walking by you're going to miss shadow figures you're going to miss all kinds of orbs. You're going to miss everything. So that's why I like Ouija boards and um, using that kind of stuff that gets you more into the element, into the moment of what's going on instead of just reading data. No, I totally understand because when I do paranormal investigations myself, it's a lot of me and my feelings. And I do some EVPs, but it's more confirming with the owners, with history, with things like that. Um, versus like heads down in technology because the people with technology aren't the mediums. And to me, the mediums are the true instruments of communication. The technology is another way to have confirmation about what the mediums are getting. Right. And you also have to remember spirits sometimes don't even know what these electronics are. They don't. Mm -hmm. So, and they may recognize a candle flame. They're like, oh, that's easier for me to move. I can do that. I can, you know, communicate you with the the ebb and flow of a candle flame versus I don't know what that electronic thing is. Or they don't have enough strength or power yet to move that type of electronic signal. Or what I've also found, too, is they're fussy. Is they're like, <laughs> I don't want to mess with that newfangled stuff. I no. don't like I don't want to, you know, like, have you ever met somebody who just doesn't want to deal with social media? I don't want to mess with all that. That's too much. Same way in spirit world. Like, we don't change all that much from our, you know, our physical personality going into our spirit personality. I mean, we lose a lot of our ego and things like that. But, you know, and it's, it's, you just have to find how they want to communicate, not force them to communicate in the way that you demand them. Right. Because how has that worked? I always ask people, how has that worked in your own personal relationships mm-hmm. when you demand somebody communicate to you? It, mm-hmm. You know, not so much. So when you're having these seances, do you like, or do you have the red light and the Victorian wooden table and the ornate chairs <laughs> and, and like, yeah. I, I have this whole scene in my mind. 
Yeah, it's interesting because I just bought a 1906 Craftsman style home. So it is perfect for all of those um, kind of aesthetics on that. Um, And I live in a very old historic town that has lots of what we call the golden age, late 1800s mansions. And so this whole town is completely filled with energy and completely filled with, if you want to go do a, a session, the whole, you know, atmosphere is dark wood and, you know, warm environments. And um, so, yeah, I you have to set the tone for what you want. And make sure that you, if you want to hold a seance for other people, make sure you explain to them what you're doing what's going on and that you're in complete and total control of the situation. And if you feel like something, you know, wonky is coming in that you'll just shut it down and you'll tell them to move to release and you're not welcome kind of thing. So there you're the expert. So you have to stand in your power as an expert and tell your clients or tell, you know, the people that you are doing this for that, you know what you're doing. And keep their minds at ease because you remember your clients are coming in with all these pre preconceived ideas of what Hollywood and horror films have told them what Ouija board sessions right. are. So they're going to come in kind of scared already that so, they're going to take home a demon when sh- or open portals. <laughs> you get a portal. So. Um, and I and I understand that. So I've seen some seances run where the people who are who are attending the seance mm-hmm. and they're putting their 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 fingers or whatever on the planchette. And for those who don't know what the planchette is, that's the that's the rounded triangular piece that you can see through that you can see the letters mm-hmm. on it. And I've been at say or I've seen seances done where the participants nor the psychic knows the questions that are being asked. Mm -hmm. So there's somebody else in another room that's kind of another medium or whatever that's asking the question to the spirit. So then there's not a, a tainting of, Oh, I know the answer to that. And, and doing, you know, the confirmation bias. Yeah. It's almost like, if everybody knows, I'm sure you guys know the Estes method, right? Where they one person asks questions, the other one has a earmuffs on. They oh, know I love that. Yeah. Canceling. So, and they're blindfolded, so they're they're just repeating words that come through the microphone while the other person is asking asking questions. So it's kind of like that. It's kind of like the old school Estes method. So that's what you do. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's yeah. See, I I prefer that method. Because I, it gets better results. So talking about results, like tell us, um, tell us a good ghost story. We're talking about Ouija boards and oh, they're God. great. And if you guys want more Ouija board stuff, like give this episode a five star review and just put in Ouija. Yeah. So tell me a good ghost story, girl. What I happened? have so many ghost stories. Tell me. Um, I'm a paranormal investigator, and I've been doing it for a long time and I've always had kind of like this gift I guess when I was a kid not what you call as like oh I can see ghosts because I don't I have clairsentience where I know stuff right and everybody has different clairs 
But my body reacts to energy and negative energy and kind of like I get sick and throw up kind of energy. So that's the way my body reacts to negative stuff. Um, there was I was doing a seance. I brought in a bunch of um, witchy women for the weekend here. And so we rented this old 1800 um, haunted mansion. It's overlooking the hill. It's beautiful. Completely. Oh I'm in. I'm in. I know. That's why they're I mean, like, is this like the beginning of a horror movie or what? <laughs> <laughs> There's bodies in the basement for sure. Exactly. <laughs> Along and, with the um, <laughs> So we were doing spirit communication, Ouija board stuff, and all of us um, wanted to connect with different people. So we wanted to connect with the owners of the house, but then we had a friend that was there. Was like, I want to connect with Edgar Allan Poe because she's a fan of Edgar Allan Poe. Okay. So we're like, sure, we'll just try to, to you know, call in Edgar Allan Poe. The interesting Let's see if that's available. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, and this is what I want you guys to remember is don't, be so strict on my, who you call in kind of like have fun with it, right? Know your protocols and know what you need to do, but have fun with it. See what happens. So um, when we called in Edgar Allan Poe, supposedly Edgar Allan Poe, right? Um, my body started shaking. And like, you know, when you get really super cold and you're like, like that, my legs were shaking. I was shaking. I was telling my friend, I was like, I don't, this is not Edgar Allan Poe. This is someone who's piggybacking off of Edgar Allan Poe and blah, 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 blah. So then all of us were feeling like this isn't right. Something's wrong. This isn't right. So we closed it down. We're like, no, I don't know who you are, but you need to go back where you came from I'm closing this session down everything and then we went after that we had an appointment to go do another paranormal investigation and some of the women decided to stay behind because they were tired it was a whole weekend of paranormal stuff and they were tired so they said the moment that we walked out of the house you could hear people talking you could hear movement, people walking. You can hear bangs. What? You can hear all kinds of interesting. It was like they were mad because we closed down the session and they wanted to be heard. I've seen orbs, another one that I had. And this is at the Beatty Mansion. And we're doing a paranormal investigation the 1st of May at the Beatty Mansion. The Beatty Mansion was the very first place that I actually encountered and felt a cold spot. I had never had that before. And then I was physically touched. Me and my friend were standing in the basement side by side, and we were asking all these questions. And then all of a sudden, right in between us was like a big wish. And we were like, oh, shit. Both of us got touched at the same time. So it felt like cobwebs. It felt like both of us did. Oh, yeah. And that feeling, it's like, it's like you just walk through something. But I have never experienced um, the cold before. So what it actually, and it's in an old house, 1800, it doesn't have any air conditioning, it doesn't have any um, heating. But we were downstairs and we were um, 
we went into this bathroom and we saw where this child was being like tortured by other kids because it used to be like a wayward house for kids and all kinds of stuff. Aww. So um, we were talking to him and all of a sudden they come down the staircase and it stood by me and it's like your whole hand was in a cold meat locker. And it was insane and crazy because I have never felt that before. And I've always wondered, I was like, what does that feel like? Does it feel like, oh, it's a little cold breeze or, you know, no, it's complete temperature change. And you cannot deny that. You can't mark that up to anything else than energy and spirits. Yeah. Um, so just a lot of EVPs, a lot of growling, a lot. And it doesn't mean growling is negative, but growling is like, I don't want you in the house kind of thing. I don't like you here. Um, a lot of orbs. And yeah, a, lot um, of orbs. a lot of orbs. I got a really cool video of some orbs happening during a drag show at one of the places I investigated. Really? Yeah. I can't wait to show everybody. It was like, I was filming and I was like, (laughs) like, I was like, no effing way. (laughs) But yeah. Lots of orbs. Yeah. They're everywhere. And Spirit communication. I love doing spirit communication at um, graveyards. Love graveyards. So those are the best I can. But I like graveyards anyways. I find them very quiet and solitude. So when um, interesting, because we, when you had the whole pandemic, you couldn't go outside. Right. And you went stir crazy. And I was like, I'm going to go to the cemetery and hang out in the cemetery because nobody was there. Nobody was there at the cemetery. It was the best thing. Cemeteries, you know, it's it's absolutely, you know, like nobody's gonna be there, nobody's gonna bother me. I'm going, I'm gonna go hang out with some cool people and get Mm -hmm. some EVPs and talk to them and see what they think about all this and you know what's going on with all that. That's pretty, that's pretty darn cool. So you were talking about uh um haunted places, yes. So I want to do this quick thing with you. I have this little thing that I call either are we booking it, girl? Are we booking it? Okay. (laughs) Okay. So I have to figure out how to screen share with you. And I'm going to show you um, a part of, oh, technology work for me. Oh, my gosh. Retro, um, Mercury Retrograde had just wreaked havoc on my electronics. Oh, it has been interesting, but I'm going to figure this out and we are just going, ah, here we go. Okay. So this is one of my favorite sites on Instagram. Oh no. I hope I recognize all these. What is that? Okay. So let me, let's open this up. Shall we? Okay. Hold on. Why won't it open up further? Well, oh, whatever. Okay. So for our audience who is just listening, we're in Shelbyville, Illinois. This house, $30,000. After catching a glimpse of the house across the street, I had to head to Google Street View. The entire block is filled with amazing historic homes. And the street is paved with brick. Total gem. What do they say? 
So here's the outside of the house, Susie. What do you think? What do you think? I mean, I mean, it's got potential. Uh, hazardous potential. Look at that porch. I know, I know, I know, but, but, you know, <laughs> like, don't judge a book by its cover. Everybody has to sign their waivers before they go in there. <laughs> Girl, for real. I'm like, look at this. Look at this. I'm, I'm thinking like, does the tree go into the house? Okay. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I would go in there just to see the gorgeous woodwork. So are we, well, I, I mean, it, it could be kind of doable. I mean, that would be really scary right there. The open wood and. That's what my house is. That might be mold. I know that is the one thing that everybody needs to, to watch out for is um, mold. Yeah. Especially these old homes. That's what's so hard. Um, to go into these old abandoned places is because there's no electricity, there's no running water, there's no heat, there's no power, and you have tremendous amounts of black mold. Yeah, but look across the street. I know it's like an Adams family house. Yes, it's like the Adams family house. But look, see, it gets a little friendlier. Somebody like purple-ish, but it does look like there could be a murder or that could be a shadow mm-hmm. on the carpet there somebody went a little nuts there i bet you that was done in the 80s that was an old fireplace right there that's an old fireplace look at that tile yeah that is interesting so would you stay there with me overnight stay there oh girl no i'm a i'm a bougie witch (laughs) (laughs) i have paranormal investigations overnight and i'm like no i'm not staying overnight (laughs) (laughs) okay okay i've got one more find me a nice one that's haunted okay (laughs) Okay, we're we're in france though i would go there okay it's a tersic france how adorable is this little round stone house well witch's hat that's right small house with character in a quiet hamlet on the edge of some forests i won't even pronounce the the city name. Undeniable cachet in the heart of a charmful hamlet for this stone cottage. Calm nature, atypical architecture. And it looks like Peregrat Noir at the end of an unpaved road with limited accessibility. Once past the gates of the property, this completely atypical round stone building, and it does look like a witch's hat. Doesn't it? Yeah. Offers ground to surface area of six meters on two levels. Its ground floor is composed of a living space, kitchenette, all kinds of things. You can read the rest of it. I want to look at the photos. Wow, I would see that's my kind. I love that. Oh, 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 oh hold on. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Me and you are going to book that. We're going to book it. Oh yeah. my god! I like look at the desk. Wow. If you're going to live in a haunted house, why would you? That's the kind of haunted house you would want to live in, right? Look at this. I don't even know what this is, but that, like, I don't know. But I'll take that wooden thing that looks like a genie hat on top of it. I'll take it. Okay. It it must have some kind of access to running water. We have a sink. Oh, you got to climb up that ladder, though. I know, but did you see see that (laughs) ladder? That's like straight up and down almost. That's rough. 
It is. Oh, wow. It is super small. But, oh, my God, look at that, which is ha- Maloka, like. That's where I would be. I would that be. is yeah. good portal opening, channeling mm-hmm. activity right there. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Well, if, you, if you've if you got it, how much is it? Um, 63,500 pounds, which is that's only $69,000. Yeah, but who knows how much I mean, it's got it it's got to get some repair done. Yeah, but if we start like a fund, a yeah. GoFundMe for my witch's hat house? Yeah. And then we can have retreats over there. We'd have to see if there's running water in it. <laughs> and no no bodies in the well, right? Or no <laughs> drowned witches, right? Yeah, like, I don't need any of that stuff. Like, I already see enough. I don't need to add fuel to my, like, witchy's fire on on that one mm-hmm. at all. This has been a wonderful conversation, and I have a sneaky feeling we're going to have you back on for some more. Yeah, definitely. Because we definitely need to talk about more, I think, about the paranormal and seances and how mm-hmm. to get that. So um, how does everybody get in touch with you, Susie? It's at madamz.com. And I will have some of her links in the notes. And like I said, please give us a five-star review. And with the word Ouija or ghost or whatever in the comments, <laughs> so we know you want more of Madam Z. And we can have her back on here to have a much longer conversation on here. But thank you. Thank you so very, very much. All right. Tune into the next episode, guys. I'm sure she's going to be here. Thanks for sticking around, (laughs) y'all. Thank you for tuning into the Haunted Road Trips show, where we share powerful conversations, insights, and exciting site investigations that reveal the paranormal world in a way you've never seen before up until now. Remember to visit our website at www.hauntedroadtripsshow.com and enjoy even more great episodes like this one. Again, while you're here, subscribe to us via your favorite network. We look forward to seeing you next time on the Haunted Road Trips show. And remember, paranormal history is dying to be heard.